Hey dudes and dudettes, we are gonna have a sweet party atmosphere around here tonight. Heck yeah, Tobes. Tell them what we're all about, man. What are we doing tonight? We've got live music. We're gonna talk about motorcycle technology, women's gear, a huge secret that could mean the end of no Komoto. And so much more. But right now, stick around for this tune. Moto One Podcast Network. to Creative Writing, the podcast that's like that missing 10 millimeter, but you kind of wish you never found it. Somehow you did, and like our supporters on Patreon, you too can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash creative writing. While you're at it, head over to our Zazzle store and check out our merch there by searching Creative Writing Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere else except for TikTok and Ding Dong, because we ain't going to go there, but on Twitter we are. And Tumblr, thanks, bye. Yeah, bro. All right, Tobes, we're going to rock you with the song to open up this episode before we get into all the controversial topics that we're going to talk about tonight. And what would you rate this song? Zegarive 12. Yeah, and that is also the name. All right, let's get... <laughs> Tobes, you're a jerk. Let's get into this week's show. Let's... Rock this tune, bro. Rock this tune, toe. I'm gonna call you my toe, bro. Is that okay? Can I can I start calling you my toe, bro? No. Uh, no. All right. Well, let's start it, man. Rock it. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm sorry, bro. I forgot the words. All right, let's try it again. Take two. Actually, I got a better idea. Let's just let's move on to uh, Bacon Town. Bacon Town, take one. <laughs> All right, hit it, Tobor. Heading east on the road tonight. Mm-mm-mm. Got some chomping down. Dang, Bacon Town, take two. Inside, I don't know the word. Yeah, roll it. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I'm feeling it now, Dobes. Bro, this ain't working. Let's try the other one. Let's try that metal one we made. gonna hurt my voice anyway geez i'm not gonna be able to do a tonight show if we do that let's just let's try let's go back to bacon town let's try bacon town take four in bacon town yeah take me to bacon town take me to bacon town that meat is nice and crispy We might as well have called that one Ridiculous Town. Don't we have another another one or something? Like, let's uh, 
Try it again, Tobe. Take it away. Let's do the other one. Or I forget what it's called. Wumpy Plumpy or something. Let's do that one. Why can't we get this down? Uh, uh, do we do we try Bacon Town take five, take six? Let's try Bacon Town again. Let's go back to Bacon Town. Come on. Take me to Bacon Town, Tubbs. Take it home. Who is it? There's someone at the door? Right in the middle of band practice? All right, Tobes. Let's figure out who this is. All right, everybody. Well, guess who was knocking on the door? We have a very special guest. Well, knocking on the virtual door, I should say. We have a very special guest uh, on the line here with us tonight. Uh, she is part two of uh, the um, well, actually, I don't know. You're probably the you're probably the founder. You you tell no, me no. your role, but you are you are uh, one of the odd couple of uh, motorcycle <laughs> podcasting. You uh, are the other host of uh, Girl on a Moto. Who do we have on the Who do we have on the line tonight? Fucking A, it's Beulah May. Yes. How the hell are you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. And uh, for all the little kids out there, that's F U C K I N. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, Hey, did yeah, I make a good first impression? That was that was rock and roll. That was I loved it. That was great. Um, so yeah, hey, Beulah May is here with us tonight, and she is going to talk motorcycles with us. Um, I I have to pick your brain because Connie told me you have all sorts of great stuff going on. I couldn't believe it because hey, twenty twenty, everything was a disaster, right? There's no way some really cool stuff could have came out of last year, but. Uh, uh, you did it. You did it wrong. <laughs> I, I, listen, I did do it wrong. I, I'm I'm married to a uh, hypochondriac teacher who. Has oh, cool. To, has to yeah. Has to follow a super bunch fun. of yeah. Super fun. Has to follow a bunch of protocol and like yeah. <sighs> so, tell me about it. Um, so yeah. yeah, I my my 2020 was uh, a virtual shit show basically. And you, on the other hand, um, you've been doing a lot of great stuff. And Connie, Connie wasn't lying when she said that you have, um, you've been up to a bunch of stuff and that you would probably want to talk about it. So here we have you on the show. Um, first things first, Girl on a Moto, how, how has that been going? Um, have you been able to hang out with Connie? You guys are literally the best, uh, podcast here in, in Southern <laughs> California and, uh, I, I was sad when last year happened, but now I've been hearing you guys mm. pop in again. Have you been able to hang out and do a show together in person? Um, I'm literally trying to think when, I mean, we've bumped into each other <laughs> at like a, a few of, not, I don't want to say events, you know, just like little gatherings, like the little things that are, that are going on. Um, neither of us have a, a lot of free time to spend with each other. Yeah. So it's just like kind of when we, when we randomly crash into each other. And as far as last year, um, you know, I had a lot more free time before I started working. I don't know. Hey, no. that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, kind of a bummer. Um, 
Yeah. And just, you know, we just weren't, there wasn't really much to do. There wasn't really much to talk about. And I think with Girl on a Moto, we were super excited to, you know, check out events and talk to people in the industry and in the business and the, the personal side of it, like, you know, but yeah, as far as like going to shows and things like that, there just wasn't, there wasn't yeah. really anything exciting to talk about because we didn't have anything to talk about with anyone else. We would just be talking about ourselves the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't I, awful, but I mean, it's going to get boring after a year. <laughs> hashtag creative writing, take a note. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it, and it hurt. This year, actually, you know, me and Wiggins, I know his teacher, his wife is also his teacher. Or, and um, mm-hmm. so I know that he was trying to play it safe and he, he switched jobs right before this whole thing went down. So I, it was rough. And, and he and I just recently started hanging out. I'm actually supposed, I'm actually supposed to be over at him and his friend's shop right now, but, uh, you know, talk, yeah, you know, sausage fest or talk to a cool chick. Let's see, you know, I can, (laughs) I'm going to go over there next week. So we kind of started this Wednesday wrenching group that we're going to start hanging out and doing some fun stuff. So I'm not worried about it. I'd rather, uh, I'd rather catch up. Um, but well, yeah, thanks for giving me your time. Yeah, Appreciate listen, it. listen. Yeah, you need it more than Wiggins <laughs> does right now. He's he's got three other guys, and they're over there talking about ball bearings and weld butt joints and all this great and lathe uh, tool like cutting tools. So that's you know that's what they're talking about over there. So I'm not really missing out on that much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel you in the fact that we didn't hang out. We didn't have a show last year, and he and I tried to play it mm-hmm. safe. And the only in person guest I had last year was Brady. Uh, from Classic Track Days, and um, mm-hmm. we did it in a super safe way. But yeah, you know, no events really, no in-person yeah. stuff since with our little studios inside here. And, and uh, I actually had a really good friend. This is crappy, but I had a really good friend, one of my best friends actually, um, last week or the week before, like come down real bad. He's lost 14 pounds, and he's like literally mm-hmm. living in the shed out in the yard so that he didn't get everybody sick, but he got his whole family sick anyway, and it's like, shit, right when Ugh. I felt like this was ending, right? So um, yeah. it was tough, right? And so last year was kind of a lonely uh, lonely adventure. But I, uh, like you, I got the COVID curse where you got more busy, right? <laughs> so what happened to you last yeah. year after you had some time off and you, I, I saw that you were doing some moto trips, I think here and there. And then, then what happened? Well, that was just like, like weekend jams, just whenever I could get out, whenever the weather was nice enough to get out. Um, you know, when, when I say Connie and I were like, uh, you know, we ran into each other and stuff. We're, I'm not trying to act like I was like super duper fucking safe and secluded. I, I just was being super cautious. Yeah. And so there's just no reason to like, I mean, of course, you know, I think I hung out with like the same circle of friends pretty much the whole time. And all of the circles kind of combined a little bit. So I felt pretty safe. I wasn't going in into a bunch of new places, a bunch of new strange places. I just, you know, yeah. and I actually didn't, I actually didn't mind like all the social distance and, and not having a bunch of crap in my calendar to worry about. Like yeah. I kept myself completely entertained. I really wasn't bumped about, <laughs> about all that stuff. Nice. It's just like weird. Like you don't know if like you can, there's some gas stations, you know, where you're trying to get gas. Oh, sorry, you can't use the bathroom COVID. So that was kind of a, a bummer, but yeah. I mean, it really didn't, being on a motorcycle, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's one so thing, too. I really didn't. It, yeah. I, I feel you because I usually ride alone. So last year was like cool because I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get out there <laughs> no, and just honestly. put some miles yeah. in. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. But and, no, as, as far as, so that was, that was as far you know, just talking about the show, like, it just, we weren't able to bring the kind of content that we're used to bringing and not that we're, ugh, it sounds like such a ugh word. Um, but that, that's the truth. We were just yeah. getting out there doing whatever. And it, but it really was a bummer because when we get together, when her and I have like a half an hour to get together, we have all these fucking cool ideas and we're like, cool, but we have no time to do any of it. So we're, we're just going to do our best. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> do your best. That's a, uh, that's the uh, Boy Scout motto, and I think it should be yours now too. <laughs> Do your best. Um, well, no, you still had some good uh, trips, right? I mean, you, st- you like you said, you got out there, and and I tried to as well. I didn't have anything epic going on just because I was just too damn busy. Um, and that's yeah. that's my no. COVID curse is that I got way more busy at work and yes. and personally, and it's like, yeah, that started to cut into when I used to take off a Friday and go for a ride. It's like, no, we're gonna actually yeah. need you to work like twice on Friday and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that work definitely work definitely uh, held steady throughout the year, and uh, is still picking up. And we're doing good. Everything was just fine financially, so that honestly was was a huge relief. You know, yeah. it wasn't something that I had to consider. And you know, you talk about you know teachers and kids and these things like those aren't my problems. My yeah. kids are out of the house. Yeah. I can't even imagine what you all are going through. I mean, I have friends and I have friends that are teachers and work at schools and it's just like, what, I just, how is it ever going to be normal for you guys again? That's yeah. so wild. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about any of that shit. No way. Let's talk about motorcycles. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> so that's what I was going to say is that through, uh, actually tonight, even through work and through like everything that's was going on and still going on. The one thing that kept me sane was thinking about a show um, and like you said, there wasn't a whole bunch of content. So last year I got my kids involved. I co-opted them for some stories <laughs> and they came in and they made up some stuff and we just like did a dumb show, like a totally dumb show. And I just about chickens mm-hmm. and lawnmowers and all this stuff. And I ended up drawing a little page, uh, making a coloring book out of it and sending it to some of our patrons. So I was like, you know, at least oh, damn. Uh, this show has gone off the fucking rails and it was already bad enough. And now it's just like almost unlistenable. You got, so. you got creative. You literally, Ew, literally did. There. Literally did. Thank you. No, Thank that's you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the same time, I'm used to going to shows and, uh, a lot of industry stuff. Cause I, cause that's what I, where I work. And yeah, even that was, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I had a lot of free yeah. time and the motorcycle <laughs> stuff that was happening was definitely kind of behind the scenes and I was just so ready for it. And so tonight even I was like, yeah, I, I had a, a really long day at work and I thought, I don't, I think I should call Beulah and tell her no way. And then I thought, you know what? This is exactly what I need is to sit down and gab with somebody about motorbikes and, uh, yeah, makes you feel way, (laughs) way better. So, um, yeah. So basically I wanted to talk to some, you, you, your new, your new project, which is kind of carrying, um, carrying over right now on girl on a moto mm-hmm. you've had some amazing stories on there and and like you mm-hmm. said that's the best part Thank of a show right is talking with people and getting yep. some funny stories or getting like somebody else's perspective on stuff so what do you got going on what is your new show um little segment called and what is it all about like what's the focus of it so i have been thinking about a title for a segment that i could bring to the show um, I, I guess it sort of started, it really started forming, um, actually I'm going to credit 
like the big push to my friend Juice. She was one of the girls that I was able to do a really cool trip with this summer. We went to Santa Cruz and then we went to North Fork, um, just south of Yosemite. And we visited the, like, what is it called? The Geographic Center of California. Oh, yeah. Like we were, we, were, we were eating breakfast at some dive bar in North Fork. Um, I don't want to say dive bar. It's the coolest fucking bar in town. Um, and Usually dive we, bars are, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. It, it was exactly the setting I wanted. It was exactly the kind of breakfast I wanted. Anyways, we're, I was looking at one of those like tourist magazines, you know, that are just like, you know, when you're out on the trip. And I was looking through it and I saw that we were like less than 10 miles away from the geographic center of California. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. guess where we're going after we, after lunch? Like it was cool. Yeah. To, um, she's so like, to anyways, the bathroom? Well, you're like, no, to the ge- geographic <laughs> center of California. <laughs> you weirdo. We're like, this is so cool. And and to top it all off, it was part of our virtual uh, adventure for the Oregon run because the Oregon run was canceled and her and I were supposed to do that trip. So we just planned our own trip and just participated Sick. with everyone uh, nice. via Instagram. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so getting to the point of that story was there was one night we were just talking shit about motorcycles and I, I love listening to people talk about motorcycles and I don't know if it's especially cool because it's women and we're talking about how we pack and the air pressure, make sure you bring whatever tool, like, like we know what we're talking about. We have experience, right? Like we don't know everything, but we have personal experience to share. And I think it's awesome. So Juice and I are having, you know, late night chats and she's telling me this amazing story, uh, like nearly lost her life. And, but she continued to ride after that. And actually this trip that her and I took together was one of her first big trips since, um, she had her bike repaired from the accident that she mm, had. Yeah. It was a healing and, trip then sort of too. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really realize so much, like how much. And after she told me the story about the motorcycle, I'm like, it, it, it's a story about a, a trip she took to EDR and um, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Because you look at this girl. She's so cute. She has the cutest smile. Like, she has this little sideways smile like Drew Barrymore. And she has this curly blonde hair. And she's she's fucking adorable. Right. But also, now she's that, a badass. And now you that you mentioned no it. Idea. Right. Now that you mentioned it, she does remind me a lot of uh, Drew Barrymore back when Drew Barrymore was <laughs> like a like a curly-haired, right? Like a, what am yeah, I trying to say? Like, like a pop, like yeah, a pop that, like, star. Cute. Yeah. Like that cute little laugh. But anyways, yeah. like you, you look at this cute exterior and you realize like how fucking strong she is. And yeah. like, this is such a rad story. I had so much respect for her and so much like, wow, okay. It made me think about her a lot different. And not only do I think her story is like cool to listen to, like I want to celebrate my friends. I want to celebrate people's stories. People don't get a chance to like, not, I don't want to say brag, like she wasn't bragging about it, but it's like, those kind of like really deep, impactful stories, you don't, when do you get to bring it up? Well, when somebody asks you about it, yeah. but nobody asks you about it. Hey, when's the last time you almost died on your motorcycle? Right. But then there's also like fun stories or also like silly stories about how you found this weird motorcycle on Craigslist or whatever. Like, I just want to hear, I just want to hear all the stories. Yeah. And that's what asking about my motorcycle is about. Yeah. Um, I had, I had a few names. I had like a few different names, kind of like, titles rolling around what I would decide to call the segment. And I was talking to my roommate, David, and he's like, no, ask me about my motorcycle. That's, 
the one because yeah. no one would ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you're right. That's funny. Right. Like, I love funny, funny stuff like that. Like, hi, Aaron Bueller. Ask me about my motorcycle. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're probably trying to think of something catchy, like break it to me about your bike or read, read me about your ride. And he's like, no, just, just to ask me about, well, tell me about the, your motorcycle. The other, the other title that I had, um, I'm going to keep it for myself and I'm going to, I'm going to write a book. It's called, is that your motorcycle? A feminist manifesto. Oh, sh- I, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so so the, uh, for me, the ask me about my motorcycle was more like gender, gender neutral, like more friendly. Gotcha. If, I, if I came off as like aggressive and feminist, I think the show might take a different turn. And that's yeah. not how I wanted to go. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just, you literally just want to know about people's motorcycles, but yeah. Ooh, that other one has such uh, a dark connotation, right? Like, mm-hmm. It could, it right. could. Right. And you know what? Um, that is something else I was going to ask you before you, before we do this, I want to loop back to the Oregon run and your virtual rally. I wanted to know, um, you know, last year, the motorcycle podcasters challenge obviously got canceled and and you and Connie usually battles me and whoever I can cobble together on my team. Um, <laughs> as you know, for Southern California rights. And I want you to know, even though it got canceled last year, I too ran my own rally and guess who won last year? It was still you guys, um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it, I, I thought I'd win since I made it up, but I, I did, didn't. Congratulations. Y- yeah. It was, it's still you guys. So I got to mail you this trophy now, but I'll um, send you a virtual trophy. <laughs> yes. Here you, it's you all yours. Here it is. Uh, it's really cheap to ship that way. Um, yeah. So are this year there it's back on. And so I got to know, um, do I have to worry this year? Are you going to have have a team of like 324 ladies like you always do or, uh, or what's the plan for this year? The plan yes. is, wait, do that sigh again. A- I need to get a sound bite of that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the plan is we haven't planned to do it. We haven't planned mm. not to right. right at this moment. But right. right at this moment, we haven't planned to. So, I mean, I guess don't try to round up your friends. Just don't worry about it. You'll be fine. First, I got to find some <laughs> friends. You you underestimate the when I, when I say friend, what I mean is person I pay to be on my team. Uh, yeah. So no, okay. No, no. All right. So I won't. Uh, as of as of right now, no. I did get the emails. Um, I haven't looked into it because I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, I I, I feel you. <laughs> I, I'm like, it's another thing to do, to add to my list of stuff that I have to do now. And especially but with it's so much, it's so much freaking fun. And yeah. I love the interaction and yeah. I love exactly the point of it of just go ride your motorcycle. I love motorcycle adventures. Yeah. Like, and it, it, it just made it fun. Like whatever, I'm still riding the same roads, but for a different reason. And it, the, the yeah. game itself is really fun for me. The challenge is like actual time of yeah. things happening. Well, so, you know, um, I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll have to look into it and see if it would be like if I if it's even feasible. Right, and so I have to say that once you started playing, um, the same year that you guys came on, and Mm -hmm. the year that I had um, Narissa and Lance up in Canada riding for for me, it was always just me, Mm -hmm. Paul, and Chris from uh, Wisconsin. And we tried our damnedest and it was like, man, all these people were from the back East. So once you guys started doing it and you had like 8,000 women Mm. on your team and then Narissa joined my team and she's taking pictures upside down and stuff. I thought, Hey, this is fun. It's not just like 42 
dudes slugging it out for some trophy that doesn't really matter. I was like, this is actually fun now. And yeah, I wanted to see what you guys were putting in because that was like the whole thing was, hey, now that there's other people <laughs> in Southern California, maybe I can see some cool um, street names and go hey. po- poach them from, hey. you, from you. No, 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 no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't know how we can do this, but I just had an idea. Let's hear it. If, if... If Connie and I look over the rules, because I am supposed to see her this Saturday, not motorcycle-related. If Connie and I look over the rules and feel like, hey, it's just not realistic for us to have the time to actually fully participate and, you know, be able... Because we we did keep in contact with, with some of the girls, and they kept in contact with each other and had, like, these great group messages going, and they were connecting and stuff, and I thought that was so cool. But if Connie and I aren't able to represent girl on a moto. I will be part of your team, a very small part. Very crazy. Yeah. Well, and before you make that commitment, I have to tell you that. Yes. I mean, it's not going to be a great, it's not going to be a great addition to your team if I don't have the time to do it for my own. Right. But I'll, I'll do my best. You know what? That's, and that's better than I could ever hope for. Cause you know, (laughs) Yeah, I've lost like so many times in a row that it's it's sad. I, I I feel bad when people join up, and I'm like, listen, do you really know what you're getting into here? So listen, Connie, before you make that, hey. or, I'm sorry, Jula, before you, <laughs> before you, before you, we're we're winning the same. We're girl on a moto. Listen, listen, Bula, before you, <laughs> listen, Connie, before you. <laughs> okay, as soon as you say yes, I'm gonna quit calling out names. Um, before you make that commitment, um. Uh-huh there's something you got to know and that's me and some of the other people affiliated with the moto one podcast network are in a legal battle and i may not legally be able to ride as creative riding this year so um you may be whatever the team is yeah we'll shoot for last dude listen that's the name of the team that's the name of the team i'm writing it right down shoot for last and they'll never we'll all put fake names they'll they'll never see it coming Shoot for last. I'm putting that on here. Shoot. And the number four, because that's like more ridiculous than the word four. That's awesome. Shoot for last. Yes. And when we take the trophy home, even though even though you probably only get to ride 12 miles of this, but that'll still be enough. You know, you're still in. They'll, they'll never see who blindsided. Oh, my God. Yes. Who blindsided us? Who's this shoot for last crap? And then they'll see our faces and be like, oh, my God. They, they pulled one over on us. And, uh, yeah. Well, then I guess we can't release this podcast because now the secret's out. Oh, no, I'm going to release it. I'm just going to kill everyone. I'm going to put a special uh, – <laughs> remember how you were asking me what the features of this audio recording device is? Well, at the end, you can put in a special tone that kills anyone that listens. So, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yep, right there. There we go. All I, right. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's good for listenership, but, I mean – Note to self, if, you're, if you plan on being on a creative writings team this year, please quit listening in about 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all no, we need. Yeah. Heck yeah. Awesome. Shoot for laughs. That's the <sighs> best. That's, uh, I love That's talking idea, to people. Right? That is awesome. That's awesome. And if I hadn't <laughs> talked to you, that name would have never popped out. You're brilliant. You need to, you, sometimes I, I do this. I used to do this way more often when I had time to think. And I'm so dumb that I have to use like almost like 112% of my brain now just to get my regular task done. So I don't really do this anymore, but I just used to have these little things where I would 
just think of stuff like that, little titles. And I was like, oh my God, that could be a total album uh, just about baloney, like a polka album about baloney. <laughs> or, hey, this would be a great movie title, like just like the cheesiest movie that only six people would see, but, you know, like Farting in the Dark or something like that, you know, some stupid like that. And Shoot for Last, that rings so true with these little names that Dude. I always think of. What, are we one of, are, cool. you do that too? You think of, no, I, I, oh. Oh, I, I, yeah, I come up with all kinds of, well, I mean, ask me about my motorcycle. That's, that's, you know, another, like I was brainstorming on it and I just, I had to pick the right one. The only, uh, only thing you could have done better was make it called hello friend, comma, ask me about my motorcycle, you know, like, yeah. Oh no. Did I ruin it? Did I? So sweet, so sweet. But right. I already, I already TM'd it. I've I already know. got the fucking. I know you already got the shirts made and the. Yep, yep. Ask me about my motor. Right. Ask me about my motor. So hey, so let's not screw around. This isn't just some segment you yeah. came up on the show. You got like a proper website and everything for this, right? I right. mean, yeah. So, so as far as all that goes, I just wanted to be able to do it autonomous, autonomously, like. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't want it. I didn't want it to be extra work for Connie. Right. Like I wanted to be able to do this, but I don't want to say like permission, but I I told her, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to do a few of these. If it doesn't fit in with the show or isn't sounding right or whatever, just let me know. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll work it in, work it out, whatever, but it's still something that I wanted to do. And because we can't do it together, but we will, we both want to do it. Uh, I was like, well, this is what I can do. And that way I can dedicate as much time as I have to it mm-hmm. and still be able to fill, fulfill my commitments to the show. Like if we were still able to be on a regular schedule, cause last year we'd hope to do one every month, which doesn't sound like a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Also it, it is a lot. And, but also just to be able to be consistent, we're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. And we did it. And then with the bonus content that we got at one moto show, we were able to add a few extra more, but we were hoping to be able to release something on the first of every month just so it would be regular, consistent. You'd know when to expect it, not like, when are they going to release one? Yeah. And we're at that point right now where it's like, when are we going to release one? Like, yeah. I don't really know. And not, not only the time. Creative writing should take but, note of that too because I, I used to release <laughs> regularly and now it's like, oof, like every 10 days. So, yeah, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just, and it's easier for me on a schedule because then it's like, well, I know I have to commit this amount of time, not just like all of a sudden we've got four interviews in a row and I got to shoot them all out. Like it's, I'd I'd rather be on a schedule that I can stick to a commitment. And so with this, um, there, there are just a few things that I want to do and I just want to do them my way. Um, and it's a work in progress and it's a beautiful work uh, in progress. Yeah. I I've, I've listened and I love it. Yeah. Thank you. It's just inspired by by stories about motorcycles. And literally, if you have a motorcycle, you have a story. Mm-hmm. Where did you get the bike? When did you first ever sit on a bike? Why did you want to ride a bike? Where have you gone? What have you done? Who have you met? Like everybody. And even if you don't have a motorcycle right now and you used to, because I get a lot of that, oh, I used to have a bike. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Fucking tell me about it. Like yeah. the, the stories are endless. They're timeless. We don't have to release them on a schedule. I have four sitting in my laptop right now that I still need to to edit so I can release them. And for this year, one of the things that I really wanted to do because it was so important to me was talk to my friends that I met at Babes Right Out, the very first one, Babes and Borrego. Yeah, and I God, genuinely I that. wanted that so to do long this. Ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely I genuinely wanted to do it to get everyone's different perspectives of how they came to the event, the things they took from it, because it's only fifty women. 
Yeah. And even if I only get half of them, even if I only get a quarter of them, it's still so many different viewpoints Mm -hmm. from the same event. And I just, I personally think it's so interesting just because I love all these girls so much and to see what Babes Right Out has done. And, and then to top it all off, I started recording these interviews in like December or January. And then a few weeks later, Babes Right Out posted that they're actually doing a Borrego event this year. And I just thought that was totally incredibly amazing timing. And it really has, is inspiring me to, to catch up on uh, more of the stories from my girlfriends that, right. that I met at Babes Out or Babes in Borrego because I went there. I literally did not know one person. Right. I did not know one person. I didn't recognize anybody. I hadn't been to events before. I didn't know. And, and they were all women that rode motorcycles like me. Yeah. Like it, it was a huge event. It was a huge, huge turning point for, for me socially and 100% is is why I'm here now. Like yeah. like how they how they took care of me, how they looked out for me. Yeah. You you, and, you uh, that's what we look for in the motorcycling community in general cuz we're already such a click little, you know, niche market, right? Of the mm-hmm. bigger automobile and larger consumer market. But yeah, when you think about mm-hmm. women on bikes and how they've been trying to talk about it for since like 2015, I want to say, you know, they've been trying to like emphasize and talk about it. And I still feel like there's not enough, um, like there's been a lot more women in brand, uh, in during 2020. And I know IMS mm-hmm. is focusing on it. So there's been a lot more pictures of women riding and and advertisements and things like that. But you Mm -hmm. know what, to be honest, way before that, there was ladies riding, you know, and, and, and it really was like, you know, this community that came together, especially around babes right out. And it's become kind of like a global thing now. Right. It really is empowering sort of because we had something, we had something to look up to, to look at, to Mm -hmm. inspire us, to be like, you can do it too. There's part of it, you know, is some of the like, flashy social media aspect, whatever, like that doesn't concern me. And it doesn't like take away from whatever fun those people are having, but that's not why I ride. Right. And I'm finding the people that like to ride the way I do and take the adventures that I want to go on. And and that's the whole thing. And motorcycles, like you said, it's such a small community. And then the female riding community is so small, but just because we're all chicks that ride bikes, like we all don't ride the same way. There's like, I love, the girls from Sin City mm-hmm. and, but they are so aggressive when they ride. I'm like, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so intimidating. I'm like, ah, I can't keep up. But I, I follow them because I know, um, like how competent of riders they are. Yeah. And so I'm like, if I can keep up with them, I'm going to learn from them. But it's like, I don't know if I can always keep up with them, you yeah. know? So I, I'm just finding the people that, you know, just kind of want to do it the way I do. And, and for women, like I said, that, that community is so small. And it's, so when you find somebody that you love to ride with, or I know this person likes going to the mountains. I would, I know this person likes to Airbnb in fancy places. I know, you know, you can just pick your adventure with your friends. Yeah. Well, and nobody knows, and think, nobody knows greater adventure at, uh, different levels of luxury that I think than women either <laughs> too. Right. Because like you guys, oh, yeah, definitely. right. I mean, yeah. Like you ask a guy and their opinions like, yeah, well, like it had this or this or this, but I find that when I talk to women about a trip period, there's all different levels mm-hmm. of things where it may branch out to right. Where, um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, and you you may be talking about how to pack a small bike for a ton of mm-hmm. stuff or certain issues that you guys have to worry about that guys don't even think about, right? And so it's like, yeah, yeah, how do you like pack your whole life on a bike to small to have fun? Or like some mm-hmm. ladies bring everything. I just pack my suit. I just roll my suitcase behind me on the uh, <laughs> on the freeway. But yeah. definitely, definitely. And through all this, you've become you personally have become. Um, an icon. I don't know if you know if you feel like that, but definitely I just you. I throw my phone right now. Get out of here. Yeah. No. Listen. <laughs> don't. Don't throw your phone. But I do feel like if you say, "Hey, the human cannonball," you could. You don't have to say Beulah. Just say the human cannonball, and people are. Oh yeah, Beulah at Beulah. This. You know, everyone knows. Everyone knows you because you get out, you have fun, you engage people. And that's what I love about you and Connie is that you guys are you guys are the odd you are the odd couple. And the more totally. I totally yeah, I love it. Yeah, I know, me too. And the more she was talking about it, I'm like, I have Beulah skills, but Connie's like uh ADHD, like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a mix of both of you guys. But I definitely see the value that you bring to the show. And Connie's told me on mic, off mic, in person, how much you mean to her. And that's, it's really cool. So I can see why people, um, gravitate toward you. You just seem like a really fun person. So, uh, and then you, and you know, I only see you guys at events, so it's not like we even hang Mm -hmm. out and I can already tell that people, you know, can feel that energy that comes off you when you're, when you're at the, uh, when you're hashtag not partying, (laughs) so right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, that's good times. And Connie, and the the thing I love about Connie is like, she's not afraid to do the things that I'm like sort of shy about. Yeah. I love like when, when we did the easy rider interview with the new owners from easy rider magazine, like she came in, she had notes, she was on point. Like I was freaking exhausted. I was holding the microphone. Yeah. Like I barely did any, I had lost my voice. It was, it was not a good time. And she, she, she nailed it. And she was, she's just really good. Um, and it, I'm sure part of it comes with her experience at work, you know, doing not yeah. advertising, but marketing. Right. Like I know she has a different skill set than mine. And my skill set is more in the background, just kind of like, you know, keeping everything in line and, and making sure all the bits and pieces are there. And she's right. like, she's big picture and I'm behind the scenes, but you need them both. Yeah. I feel like if you guys were bank and, robbers, she would be the one flirting oh, with the person at the front desk. Don't even start talking. No, no. While you were in there cracking me. the safe, right? Why? Don't tell why. Because no. you guys have robbed a bank and now I've like put no. some eyeballs on you. Heist? No. Heists are like, number one on my list of things to do right now. <laughs> all these murder podcasts. I'm serious. All these murder podcasts. I'm over it. I don't want to hide the body. Help me hide the money. Yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. You have no idea. Good. Well, she's, she, she's, she's the one. Yeah. one of them. She, yeah, okay. She's, she's the one walking in there distracting everybody while you're back there cracking the safe. And then you, this is this yeah. is where I'm going to say you have to edit this out because this is going to be held as against held against us in the court of law. <laughs> Seriously, I can't talk on my phone. I can't text anybody <laughs> about this anymore. It's getting too serious. All right. I'm planning a heist. Edit that out. All right. Twenty minutes later. All right, Beulah, you legally don't have to kill me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is all off the record and and expi- uh, buried in a deep no, deep no. hole. <laughs> no, no witnesses. No witnesses. No audio evidence. That, well, that conversation we had just never happened. So, ask me about my motorbike. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, hey there, pal. Hey, how's your motorcycle? <laughs> listen, it's right here, staring at me. Um, I want to ask you: Has anybody asked you 
Beulah tell me about your motorcycle? Um, I think I'm I'm offering that in the segment at some point. Yeah. And uh I, I just have to work it in like like I know like that was kind of like a silly question, but I'm seriously like, no, there's a format and I'd like to stick to it. So it makes the show easier to twirl along. Yeah. Uh no, nobody's asked me about it yet. But you know what? I have been on um I've been on Bob Marshall's American Roadrunner podcast a couple of times. Um and you're yeah, the have topic you asked the, the, me about my motorcycle yet? You haven't. We're me? just talking about motorcycles. Yeah, no, yeah. not yet. And <laughs> and I didn't want to because I that's why I'm bringing it up now because I didn't, I wasn't yeah. sure if it was something that you, I'm, you know, everybody asks that question. Hey man, what are you <laughs> riding? What are you drinking tonight? What are you riding? And yeah, honestly, I don't give a shit really. Um, <laughs> I just want you to be on motorcycles and having fun. So you, you could have a, um, a Honda trail 70 and I would be stoked for you. Hell, I wanted Honda trail 70 to think of it, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just wondered if, if in your segment, that was like your final segment, someone asked you about right. your mo- motorcycle and then you ride off a cliff holding hands like Thelma and Louise or something. Wouldn't that be sweet? That'd be awesome. Um, maybe not like the very end of that, but like the before part is kind of cool. Uh, no. What? You don't like my ending? Okay, fine, fine. Um, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I just, sorry. I just didn't know if that was going to be like your, the final episode would be like, ask me about my motorcycle and scene. Bye. You know, see yeah, see ya. No. Well, that's, it's kind of interesting that you asked that because, because of all this COVID nonsense, I was like, shit, am I just going to have to record my own shows? Because I personally, I write in a journal after every time I ride, Mm -hmm. like there's, I've, I've written like 95% of my stories. And even if it's just notes on my phone and actually speaking of Bob Marshall, I just traded him an old sewing machine for a typewriter because I was like, you know what, that is going to inspire me to sit down and unwind after a ride and just instead of sitting on my phone and typing up these little notes that I'll eventually transcribe into my journal and expand upon later, I'll just sit down at my, at this typewriter. And I've, I just started doing it. I only, I haven't actually, everything I've typed so far has been like motorcycle related, motorcycle adjacent, but I have, I've been driving my Prius to the events. Yeah. So interesting, (laughs) but, um, but no, that's part of, I, I think that, so, Going back to this, it's so hard to have a conversation with me. Um, because of the COVID stuff and they asked me about my motorcycle and I document all my rides anyways, I was like, well, this could be an opportunity for me to share my stories. And and so I, of all of my journaling, I have photos that go along with it. Like I can totally, you know, reference all sorts of situations and, and bring back all the memories and, and I'll have a chance to share my story, maybe probably in like, written form um because yeah. i just want on the podcast i just want it to be my friends you know telling their stories and talking about themselves right that makes and sense. not only friends but just whatever because it's so easy to like talk to somebody about motorcycles that's a very altruistic um approach too is you know i don't want don't <laughs> just like me i don't really want my show to ever be about me there are times where you do have to fill the air because there's like you know somebody brings something up or you, or you try to relate to somebody but yeah i never yeah Never ever wanted to talk about myself until I had to finally run out of material, which happened really quick, <laughs> which kind of sucked. But anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and isn't there a website too? Like if you want to submit your story or or um, or right. So so all I did was just kind of lay the foundation, just so everything was there. Once I actually was able to release the first episode, 
um, through Girl on a Moto, but it's an Ask Me About My Motorcycle segment. Mm -hmm. And that way, um, I had a website. uh, It's got the contact form. Um, I'm going to blog and do more behind-the-scenes photos um, for my personal collections if if I have them. I would love to, even if I met, like, a stranger who showed me a picture of their motorcycle. Like, that would be the content on the website. Yeah. So everything is just going to be whatever was on the podcast and then some. It's yeah. more backstory. Like, if you're interested, if you like these stories, check out the photos, too. Like, I I interviewed my mom. She was the first that one that I released. That was such a good one. I love that one. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. And And then I got to, you know, post post pictures of my mom at 70 riding her motorcycle and you know my old childhood photos and like cool pictures of my mom just being a babe way back in the late 1900s yeah and uh (laughs) i probably i probably knew her (laughs) in the 1900s i forgot i guess it was yeah it was the 1900s wasn't it yeah yeah. yes sir (laughs) i was i was Um, born in the 1900s jeez dude let's not talk about it i know (laughs) Um, but yeah, just, I don't know, man. I just love motorcycles. I want to talk about them. I want to hear about them. I want to ride them. I want to look at them. I don't know anything else about them. I just want to ride on them. Yeah. You know what? And that's the best, um, honestly, coming from um, anybody, coming from several people, I think you'll find that the people that enjoy motorcycles the most are the ones that just want to get out and ride on them. And it doesn't it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is. And uh, Brady Brady Walker is like that. He 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 races bikes, and he also has mm-hmm. some old vintage trail bikes. Right? Yeah. Oh, everyone he's does. Like from he's, San Diego, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's from here, but he spends a lot of time down there with the Cretans. I think, uh, or or with the. Um, is, is he with Lop- Lopeman Racing? Is that his? No, he does the classic track days. So he does a lot of the um, vintage like race. Uh, like road race bikes. Oh wait, super tall Brady. Yeah, and Caroline. Yeah, big Brady. Yeah, I met her in Yeah, yeah, right. I've and been to their place in Pasadena. Yeah, Shit. he tried right, to sneak mind. in. Yeah, he tried to sneak into Babes and Brigo. Don't uh, we? We won't bring that up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, him, that Brady. And uh, oh, so, I was thinking of a different one. Anyways, so you know all of their bikes then, because you know she's got because she races too, but she's got Harley's. They got little bikes. They oh, got little tiny trail yeah, bikes. They no. got just fun bikes. I mean everything, right? That's what I lo- why I love him so much is because he just if it's got two wheels and a motor, he'll you know yes. sit his ass on it and try to make a fun day of it. And yes, more and more I'm seeing professional racers getting like these 300 cc bikes and just saying, you know what, this is my new favorite bike, and <sighs> it's like yeah. You know, these guys rip around at like yeah. 200 miles an hour and they're saying a 300 <laughs> is their favorite or they cruise a Harley on the weekend and you never knew it, you know, like, God, you, you race yeah. road racers and you drive a Harley, you ride a Harley. So yeah, that's what I love too. Motorcycles are awesome and they just bring out the best, um, <laughs> no matter, no matter what they are, they bring out the best. Hell, I, 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 if I could, if I was Jay Leno, I'd have one of everything, right? From from one CC <laughs> up to like, you know, a Boss Haas with like a big V8 in it or something. So, but since I'm not, um, but yeah, you know what? Why let's let's do the let's do the motorcycle podcast thing and like, hey, what are you riding? I, I know you've you may have a couple bikes now, or maybe you're just back down to one. But I know you've had at least um, one or two, right? So the first bike I had was a 2012 Iron 883, and I had nearly, I had over 85,000 miles on it. I bought it with 2,500 miles on it. Sick. So I put, I put, I put quite a dent in that, yeah, but I did. beat the hell out of it. Um, traded that one in, and now I have a 2020 Street Bob. 
Sick. And I only have about 3,500 miles on it. I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can crack 5k before I go to EDR at the end of April. So yeah. I want to get, I want to get a service in before I go to, before I take it, take the bike to Mexico. Yeah. Um, but I, but I also, um, after Mikey passed away, I inherited his 2005 custom sporty, which is currently being built into a proper hardtail, nice. um, wow. very slowly. Cause I have no free time to do it. And nope. I'm generously depending on the help and advice of my friends and my friend, Kenny, uh, he's like, well, I bought you this brake thingy. And I'm like, all right, cool. Send me the bill. <laughs> um, I'm totally trusting my friends with like the actual physics and mechanics of it. Yeah. I'm just going to make it look kind of cool. It's a sporty 1200. My, my, uh, no, it's an, it's an 883. So, oh, okay. um, so I had, so Mikey, my husband, um, he bought me a motorcycle. Um, just, he just bought me one. And he didn't start riding till like three or four years later. Oh, and, God uh, damn, that's rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, awesome. So, so that bike, um, he just he just wanted to keep up with me, and but he still kind of wanted like a cool bike, a uh, cool looking bike. Um, and he at first he was looking at all these like giant Indians with all these dresser bag things. I don't even know what that stuff's called because he just like he's wild. He he like wild style, mm-hmm. um, and he just was over the top. And then, long story short, he found this little sports drawn Craigslist at the super cute seventies, uh, like gold and root beer colored paint job, and okay. it's just a, a neat looking bike. And um, and but it was an eight eighty three. It was just a sportster. It looked a little bit cooler than a regular one, but it was big enough to keep up with me, and that's all he needed. So um, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's, we, the we, reason I wanted to know is because I wanted to know what kind. Because you know, it's like. That year, I forget what they had, but they might have had like the Sportster seventy two. But I think that was a twelve hundred. But uh, but those those colors they had around that time were pretty pretty <laughs> insane. So yeah, yeah. The, uh, no, this color. was this was somebody's this was somebody's garage chop that gotcha. we that we picked up, and we had to we had to do a few things to make sure the frame was all sturdy and everything. But <laughs> those kind of things we did were just a little bit of band aids, because um, he was never like super duper interested in like really going down the, the no. motorcycle rabbit hole like no. I was. Yeah. But he totally like encouraged it. And obviously he bought a bike so we could, you know, we could have those That's adventures awesome. together. Anyways, so I have um so I have that bike. Um so the bikes I've had are the Iron eighty three, the O five Sportster that I'm currently rebuilding. Um I bought an eighty two Ironhead uh, that was supposed to be a project, but I got way in over my head. And now I just, I just need to get rid of it yeah. to be someone else's. I don't even <laughs> want to say problem. It's not a problem. I just don't know what I'm doing with it. And I don't have time to deal with it since I'm doing the the other bike. So um, 82 Ironhead and then the 2020 Street Bob. Yeah. So right now, currently only riding a 2020 Street Bob. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, and listen, man, you, when, when you go to fuel injection and <laughs> I, I, like there's a few things I've learned because I've only owned crappy old carbureted bikes forever <laughs> until I just got my um, SCR in 2019. I was like, fuel injection is pretty sweet. I don't have to sit around <laughs> and wait for a choke, you know, to warm up. Um, it's pretty reliable. I have never had it like, shit out on me like some of the other you know mm-hmm. carburation problems you have um and i don't know about the 2020 but i'm pretty sure harley davidson's been slapping abs like on everything but i'm not 100 percent sure that the See, street I don't even, comes with it i don't know what abs is i don't i don't i don't know things about things and when you're seeing like carburetor stuff like that's the only thing that's wrong with that iron head 
is like somebody smart enough to like it was running and then long story short battery died gas whatever yeah it's just someone smarter than me needs to take over and and do the right thing with it that's a simple um, fix <laughs> right yeah, yeah. I, I, I i don't i don't know these things ran when parked you know what i mean yep. like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. And you know what? And that's how you, that's how you, that's how bikes move on. And that's how some people pick yeah. them up for a good price. And some people don't, they just become a headache and they do become a white elephant. That's for sure. When you have, uh, I love that you have a lot of them, but at some point, like even me, like I was like, listen, they're to register, keep them running, keep the battery, you know, yeah. at, at one, at some point, yeah. like I never didn't ever realize how precious time was until I had none of it. And then they took that away. And so yeah. now it's like, yeah, they become a white elephant where it's more work to keep it maintained just to have a f- weekend here and then, than it is to actually be able to enjoy it. So with only one or two, yeah. it's really nice to be able to like, you know, yeah. pay attention I want, to them. I want one, one for show, one for go. Yep. And, Which and one's the show one? Need. The show one's going to be the, well, the sporty. That that'll be Mikey's. Yeah, that'll be Mikey's bike. I've got a really, I've got a really fun theme planned for it, and um, actually a little bit of a homage to my dad. Nice, um, nice. Uh, it's going to be who, pretty personal. So that, that, who who the also art, rode, like, right? I mean, you 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 kind of come from a family yeah. of riders, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad rode Indians. He had a, a forty-six Indian chopper, and then. I interviewed him on the show, so I'm not going to go over the story if you want to listen to yeah, it. But um, go listen. Yeah. He talked about <laughs> he talked about his bike builds, and you know, he sent me letters and pictures. Just it's just so it just brings so much joy to me. I fucking love motorcycles. I yeah. do want to go back to how you said the ABS brakes on the bikes. Yeah, I literally didn't know that my wheels had spoked spokes instead of what's the other thing mag cast yeah. like whatever that i literally i was like whatever it's a new bike it runs because my 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 sportster was completely dead i couldn't even write it down to the dealership to trade it in um yeah bob t- i i rode over to bob's to show him the bike and he took a picture of me before i left i'm like oh cool there's spokes <laughs> rad <laughs> i just want a motorcycle like i'm yeah. not kidding no, listen, that, that one thing I wanted to get this bike and I actually paid for the prepaid maintenance on it. And I thought I'll get my mm-hmm. three years for free because I one bike, I don't have to learn how to do it. I mean, I already know how to do pretty much everything on it. But one bike, I don't, I don't have mm-hmm. to fuck around with. I just take it down there and they do all this shit. And so then uh-huh, COVID hit uh-huh. and I was like, oh, damn it. Like I haven't put on really that many miles. And, and, and there goes a year of that stupid contract that I bought. Right. So sucker is mm-hmm. me, uh-huh. really. But. I just Man. thought I'm going to treat myself for once and not have to do all that crap. Like, you know, yeah. but then, yeah, I guess, I guess 2020 got me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got, but, got kids. Yeah, you got, got, but you know, I would have loved to just walk in and be like, Hey, yeah, ride out on it. I don't care. Just, yeah. I, this looks cool. I'm going to, I'm going to be on it. Hey bike, I'm leaving the dealership in five minutes. Be under me. You know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wheelie out of there. And then That's you're off. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really, so I got, my Sportster died. It was just beyond repair. Um, the money yeah. I'd put into it, I'd be putting on into a bike that had over 80,000 miles on it. Yeah. It's uh, like, I, I was going to say, is this the I, one with super high mileage on it, right? Cause I'm surprised it got yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, far as a lot of miles you put on there. Yeah, no, I, I like really beat the hell out of it. Didn't really know what I was doing. I, anyway, so that, that bike was done. I knew I was going to, I knew I wanted to get another bike. I didn't realize I'd have to lose the Sportster. Right. I didn't realize I'd have to lose my Iron 883. I wasn't planning on it. I was like, whatever, I'll just get another bike. I really love Triumph. 
like the Bonnevilles. My yeah, friend let, let me borrow one. They are nice. Yeah. And they're so they're so comfy to ride, but it's not good for long distance. But it's like, well, if I had a new newer Triumph to like scoot around and just run around here in Southern California, that's cool. And I can still travel on my Sportster. I've, I've done it before. So I'll just, you know, make sure it runs enough to take me on those trips. Well, she just completely died. Yeah. Her name was Hazel, like oh, Witch Hazel. Yeah. Um, and so name. I went to, <laughs> I, I, I had planned on buying a bike before my birthday, which is in May this year. Um, is, I was it, like, That's is it different in other, is it different in other years? <laughs> no, you're right. And I'm sorry I said that. I, I feel like a fool. Thanks, I love for, it. thanks for bruising my ego. And I love it. it no, out. no, I just wondered because mine is, you know, mine's different all the time. So I just, I was asking. Um, I, I guess. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I was planning, I was planning on buying some sort of other motorcycle before my birthday and uh, timing just worked, I guess, in my favor yeah, that the, yeah. my old sportster died and I went to the dealership. I was going to look at something used, knock, knock a couple thousand dollars off the top because, you know, it's already been ridden and got some stuff on it already, sissy bar and all that stuff. Um, and then long story short, I just fucking ended up buying a new one. And it was so funny because I bought it. Like I signed the papers on Halloween. Like I bought this black oh. brand new, had four miles on it. Oh man. Street Bob 2020, all mine with my own credit, which is a big fucking deal considering I've only been working for two years of my whole life. <laughs> Like, I, I, I seriously, like, I got a raise at work. Things are going well. Like, I really was fucking proud of myself for buying this bike. Yeah. Like, it's an incredibly big deal. I'm proud of you, too. And, uh, I'm proud of you, too. Because it does feel <laughs> good. You. It does feel good to do that first thing. Like, uh, I was, I'm the same as you. I, I always have just, like, yeah, sold myself a little short. Never, you know... Yeah, I'll just go with the, and it's like, yeah, just, just do it one time. Cause I've only done it mm-hmm. once. And it's probably the last time I just, I like old bikes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, I like old shitty mm-hmm. stuff, but you it's just, just do not it. practical for me. Yeah. Just do it one time and get something good. The street bobs are, I, I love the way the street bobs look and the 2021, um, have you seen the, the, the colors and the, no, I haven't seat seen, I haven't oh, seen, man. I haven't seen any of the new rollout stuff. I haven't, I haven't been paying attention to any of that stuff. I, yeah. I work, work, work. And if the sun is shining, I'm on my motorcycle. I'm yeah. not, I'm not scrolling through anything trying to figure it out. Yeah. I'll see it when I see it. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Listen there, though, the street Bob and then the, the fat Bobs are probably like my new favorite Harleys. Um, nice. Of all of them. They go, I just, I don't know why I like the street Bob. It's just, they look the least, I don't know, like trying to be too hard to be. They just look old school without trying to go that extra mile of doing the big fat tires yeah. and or well, I mean, it's you it's know. just nice and simple and and it's actually like super comfortable. Even like the stock handlebars that came online, like they they actually look kind of cool. Like I mm-hmm. had to change out the ones from my sporty right away because they weren't comfortable. And um, these it just they just it's just a, a nice basic just hey that's a motorcycle yeah. Yeah. And the street bobs were built for one. They only have they don't have passenger footrest, so that's problematic. I guess a guy can do that. No, th- you can buy them. I bought them. I, yeah, I put a. Did you put a little put, seat I on put, the back? Yeah, I got I got a two up seat and I put foot pegs on um, the back one. So like when I'm riding gotcha. super long, like I can get different positions and you know. 
yeah. or throw, throw a passenger on the back. That's that's. Uh, uh, I'm gonna mix that audio up. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mix that audio into something fun. Um, yeah, I right, and and I just I like that that bike, and then the Fat Bob I just like because it's so crazy looking. It's just like it's like a hot rod, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, congrats, and that is that's it's awesome to be able to um, able to do that. I don't yeah. know if this is a sore subject, but um, like, yeah, when your husband passed away, I, I really felt for mm-hmm. you, and and I wasn't going to bring it up or bring anything up unless unless you didn't. If it's okay, no, with I you don't. To keep I don't. Saying. I don't have a. Yeah, I don't have a problem talking about it. And it's actually, I was talking to someone last night about it. Like, when other people want to talk about it, you don't get a, an opportunity to really talk about loss very often. Yeah, and. Um, the interesting thing for me is, you know, people are trying to relate to me, but I'm also trying to relate to you because you're going to ask me something from a perspective maybe I hadn't thought of before. Mm-hmm. So I do consider these conversations really interesting and I'm not, please feel free. Yeah. I was just going to say when that happened, being a mm-hmm. dad and, you know, I I very much love my wife and I, I don't know what I would do if something happened and, and just, you know, just knowing you and Connie, even for just knowing you guys from motorcycle shows that we'd bump into each other, I felt like an incredible loss for you. And I was really worried about your mental health and you came out of this. It seems like it was an impetus for you to do different and new things or maybe push through your loss. You know, the only way that you, you could that kept your head above water and kept you focused on, you know, I, I don't know. I could never imagine how that, how that was and, and how you had to yeah. deal with that. But I can tell you, I, I had much respect for you and and I really f- felt like, uh, you know, you were such a strong woman, uh, haven't seen you go through that and still be as cheery as you were and like, you know, <laughs> doing all this motorcycle stuff on top of it and afterwards and everything. Right. And every time, every time I see you and every time I see you smiling and, or pictures of you and Connie, or like, I'd see you guys out at a show or something. Um, and there was a couple of times I saw you guys, I just didn't have a chance to stop by, but you were, you yeah. guys always smiling and having fun. And just in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking about at the same time, like, you know, you had this crazy thing happen and I don't know if motorcycles mm-hmm. helped you get through it. I know motorcycles are oh, part of your life and his sure life. Right. <laughs> and so, right. And so I just wasn't sure, um, you know, through all that. And I've never wanted to ask you about it cause it's kind of seems personal, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it was, uh, you know, like, like, I just want you to know that like, we, we were there with you when that happened. And even though it wasn't my personal loss, I felt for you. Cause I just couldn't imagine empathizing with you. I couldn't imagine that happening. And then to see you kind of like pushing through that year, I was like, man, you finally did it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you, you overcame the struggles and now you're, you know, back rocking it. You bought your own goddamn bike. Like this is amazing. <laughs> You've made an amazing recovery. Let me just tell you that much. But yeah, well, how did- I had I had a good I had a solid twenty uh, year foundation yeah. behind me. Good, and you know this this part of my life, um, the boys are out of the house. I've got I've got two sons. They're both in the military, and you know in in my old life, this is going to be the new life with you know just me and Mikey. Yeah, figuring things out on our own again because you know we met when we were seven. No, we met when I was 16. We started dating when I was 17. I got married when I was 19. I had my <laughs> first kid when I was 20. Yeah. I had my second kid when I was 22. We bought a house when I was 22. Like, 
I got all the hard work out of the way. This is supposed to be just fucking smooth sailing. The kids are good. (laughs) And it's just, this is just a different, this is just a different, a different life, different opportunities. And as far as motorcycles, you know, go is how they play into this. Like the support was absolutely incredible. I never, like, I'm super private. I was super private. Like, I never would have asked for help or asked for, for any, I just, I just never would have asked. And just to see, not just for me, it was, this isn't, I don't even say this is about me. This like for Mikey, like how much people respected him and how all of his friends loved him and just, uh, you know, yeah, no, it, it was every, it was everybody rooting, rooting for me, for us. And for me personally, like, don't you just want to see me happy? Like, yeah, right. You don't want to see anybody. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the greatest thing is that I, I know that there had to be some, um, sorrow and there some personal time away from the limelight and social medias. But so I know you were strict, but yeah, that's the last, the last thing you want to see is when someone finally does pop back up in, in the world that they're bawling all the time or just like wearing, you know, black. (laughs) So I was like, yes, you know, at least you are. you know, it I seems just like wanted cont- to move forward. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And I just—that's awesome that you had this community because you'd already had a firm, uh, you know, foot in it. And so, yeah, the motorcycle mm-hmm. community rallies around whether you crash or you lose somebody. I mean, we're all here to yeah um, raise you back up and get you back in the saddle. And especially in motorcycles, so much loss. Yeah. It's oh a, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a dangerous hobby, sir. So you know what I yeah. mean, like. We're, we're all, that's the other thing that's sort of interesting too, is like maybe the chances are a little bit higher. If you have a lot of friends in the motorcycle community, it's a bummer to fricking say, but you know, it's slightly more dangerous than the Prius and we, we've <laughs> seen it. We've experienced it. I've heard some, I've heard some it. stories. <laughs> of <you>. Come on. <laughs> I'm a very good, I'm a very good Prius driver. I'm not good. one of those. You're good. Uh, <laughs> but no, like in, not that we're comfortable with loss, but we've all at least you at ha- least, you know, with like two two steps away from you, you've experienced yeah. it. I was going to say, and you have to accept it um, because, you know, it yeah. could be anywhere at any time, even you. So, yeah. And I don't, I don't know how to help. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm doing it right. But I'm just doing shit that makes me feel good. And if you're not on board, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, can't, I can't help you. Yeah. Hey, like, and that's, you're doing. Tend for yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. You're doing, you're doing something right. Cause uh, yeah, you've been, you've been doing great and um, bringing us all this awesome content. And, and obviously you're back on the road and you got a two seater mm-hmm. motorcycle. So guys, if you don't <laughs> mind riding behind uh, Beulah, you maybe have a chance here. Um, hey, 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 hey. Uh, am I That's selling? That's not why I came on here. We're not advertising. <laughs> am that. I selling it too hard? Oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> um, so before. Is it, it, is it obvious that I'm single? Is that what you're saying? No, it, actually, it's not. I mean, maybe it is. You look, you look way too happy to be married. So, yeah, yeah, it is pretty obvious. That big old smile tells me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, marriage is hard work, but it's fucking rewarding. It man. is. It Here, is. Keep at it. It's like a. It's like the best job, work, dude. Yeah, it's the best job. You can't just expect it to run like a. You know, right. like a. You can't run it in eighty-five thousand mile Sportster. You got to change the oil <laughs> once in a while. Um, hey, once in a while. yeah, yeah, once in a while yeah. at least. We're going on an hour here, and I do have some really All stupid. Right, let's go, bye. Yeah, I want. Yep. Yeah, see you. Bye. Late. 
that time. <laughs> no, I wanted. There's a couple questions I want to ask you that yes. uh, before we go, and they're they're dumb ones, but okay. I've asked everyone so far. So why break the trend? You know what oh, I'm saying? Perfect. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I have one too. Good, good. Uh, that you're going to ask me, yourself. Me, I hope. No, no, no. I'm going to write this down. Okay. I'm going to write this down real quick. Hold on. Three. All right. All right. Um, okay, your turn. Okay. First question. What is your favorite grip, your left or your right? Grip? Mm-hmm. Don't like tell on me. my motorcycle? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I just want to make sure I'm answering the right question. I, I, right, bro. You might have broom. <laughs> you might have grips on a broomstick or something. And see, that, that I don't know. <laughs> well, that. I know that's what I said. Be, be more specific. Grip yeah. on, on a motorcycle. No, uh, right, right. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. Okay. So far, that's been the only one. Let's go. You <laughs> might ask why I say left, but. There's an answer for that. So we'll we'll let the person that likes the left-hand side answer it. Um, what is your favorite dog breed? Dog breeds? Well, I had a really cute little poodle, and I loved him so much because he didn't shed. Mm. Um, but after um, – I, I had a dog named Larry that I loved, yes. <laughs> wow. A poodle. But like like – like you, big old, big old hairy dogs. Like I, I'm not interested in animal fur in my house. That really bums me out. <laughs> you are so. I would not have guessed a poodle, but they are very hypoallergenic and they don't <laughs> shed. So that makes sense. But that is when I when I look at you and I in my head right there in that silence, I was picturing you with this poodle. It just didn't fit. But okay, poodles, it is. Um, this isn't going to be forever, or maybe it will be forever. But uh, it could just be right now, or even today. What is your favorite song? What is my favorite song? Oh, shit. I've been listening to some good ones lately. I want to brag. Um, you know what song really just makes me super-duper happy? I found this band called The Idols, mm-hmm. and I was supposed to see them. I had tickets to see them in April of 2019, mm, and yeah. the fucking show got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, long story short, the song Mayday by by The Idols. Yeah. It just, dude, it just gets me going. It's nice. my favorite song of theirs. I'm going to write that down. And I can't... I, it's M E Y M E Y D E I. Oh, M-E-Y-D-E-I, oh okay. Good thing you said that. And I just that for for me the whole, this whole year like motorcycle cool. I'm I'm gonna ride motorcycles more like or, you know the whole COVID stuff. But not being able to go to shows. Oh my god, I'm dying. I yeah. love like my friends. Yep. Ugh. You know, I miss we, fans. I miss yeah, fans so much. Yeah, we. That's one thing. My wife's like, I miss live shows. We were we got <sighs> tickets to see Willie Nelson and. um couple other bands play uh, last mm-hmm. year in like April. And then, of course, it got mm. canceled, right? And I was like, oh, shit. And now it's like going to be a virtual thing. So I was like, well, okay. <laughs> we, we still get to see yeah, them if they're going to play, know, but nothing beats those things are actually Those things are actually really neat, all, those, all these live things that the, that the bands have been doing. Um, and I don't mind, like, that's one thing that got me through last year was just watching old live shows, like shows that I went to or bands that I want to see. Like, nice. I just live music yeah yeah why are, I, why are we talking about that weren't we talking about motorcycles no this is the funny questions at the end and your favorite oh, okay. your favorite song led us down that road it's oh, not favorite song yeah, yeah it's not like you never ride motorcycles to see a band either so um what's your favorite <laughs> type of sandwich oof i never heard of those wow or those uh, no i'm i'm a i'm a sandwich connoisseur one time i went to vegas and ate strictly sandwiches <laughs> That sounds like a t- some sort of weird challenge. <laughs> right? Adventure. No, I okay, so one of my first real jobs that I had was at a sandwich shop. 
Okay. So, and it was a really good sandwich shop um, called Tummy Stuffers in Laguna Hills. Mm. But I think they only have a location like in Pomona or something now. Mm-hmm. And it's a small like family-owned business. But okay, if I was at work, I would get um, a fresh French roll. I like lots of mustard and mayo, mm-hmm. um, avocado, mm. turkey, provolone, bacon, and sprouts. Wow. That's my sandwich. That's my favoriteest sandwich. But I yeah. love grilled cheeses. I love squaw bread. I, lo- I just, I love Havarti. I just, I love sandwiches. Man. Well, when we have the uh, the ultimate sandwich um, chili cook-off, you know, <laughs> bike show, we'll I'll have you there as a judge. How's that? Wow, as a judge. Dude, I'm in. Nice. Um, t- tummy <laughs> stuffers, by the way, sounds like the worst like um, family planning clinic. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Um, what is your favorite? Moving fa- on. Yeah, well, moving on. What is your favorite month? My favorite month? Mm-hmm. Um, I think September. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Late September. Is that when your birthday is going to be one of these years? Most most people most people <laughs> no, pick well, their I, birthday month, but I I I, I want to know why September then. Um, I my birth my birthday's in May, and the weather's hit and miss. Yeah. So like, thinking of activities of like all the things I love to do in May, it's like oh, it still could be like crappy at the beach, but September to to me, I I pick September because it's my favorite time to travel anywhere. Right. Because even if you go in the South, like the humidity is kind of dying off. Mm-hmm. It's not that cold. If you go up North, like September, I pick September because it's the best time to travel. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite month. Absolutely. September, October. Yeah. Those are two beautiful months here in the States uh, for sure. Here, here and, and across the country too. You know what I mean? It's like before things get harsh. And, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why. Yep. Um, I don't know about other countries, but here in the States, that is a beautiful time of year. Um, what is your favorite character from the movie Spaceballs? <laughs> I don't even know if you've oh. seen Spaceballs, have you? Uh, yeah. My kid, yeah. We've seen Spaceballs. Um, who's my favorite? I think I liked um, Joan Rivers as the robot. Yeah. She was yeah. my favorite. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Rip Joan Rivers. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite sweater or do you have a favorite sweater? I, I should ask. I don't oh, see you I wearing do a have lot a of sweaters. Okay. Yeah. What is it? I do. Ha- I do have one favorite sweater. Um, I have two favorite sweaters. I have one sweater. It's this white and technically when I bought it, it was vintage cause it's from the eighties, but it's this like off white, uh, Harley Davidson sweater and it mm. zips up in the front and the sleeves are super long and it has this really big collar and it has in like vintage uh, leather lettering on the back that says Harley Davidson. I found Damn. that at a at a vintage store in Portland um, for like 20 bucks. I'm like, yes, hello. Wow. And it fits me like a glove. Yeah. And then um, It sounds comfy I too. Like that sounds really good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a really nice sweater. And then I have this other one. Um, it's black and yellow striped, and it was a man a men's sweater that my roommate um, was getting rid of. And I'm like, no, no, I love that fabric. I love the material. It's so heavy, and mm. I cut it up and I made it fit me because it was like oh. a full on like football size, like 
giant sleeves way too big in the chest and so i just like cut everything apart and hopes for the best and put it back together and it looks really good damn good good on you and and (laughs) on a whole other episode we'll have to go over the fact that you're like a seamstress and a crafty i mean you are a creative writer tonight we're having beulah the motorcycle podcaster but on on another episode we're gonna have to have beulah the the craft person on um, sure. And now that you told me two favorite sweaters, you're going to have to burn one of them. Which one are you going to burn? Ooh, man, that's a tough one. Fuck. Yeah. You probably, did it. Probably the Harley. No, 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 but probably the Harley Davidson one because it's white and that one's probably going to get fucked up first. Yeah. So there you I don't go. think the black and yellow, the black and yellow one's going to last longer anyway. So we can, we can ditch the, the Harley right. one. Um, Tobor. Very practical. Uh, I'm very pragmatic. Yep. I just dispatched Tobor to your house with the blowtorch right now so he can start uh, blow, burning that right now. Um, what bike do you think has the best graphics? And I know that if you don't even know if, uh, what type of wheels a bike has, you may not pay attention to the graphics, but you may. The, uh, uh, the fact that you know your husband's bike had some sparkly paint, I don't care what it is. Right, I don't right, care right. if you go out and slap a creative writing sticker on your bike right now and say, that's a wonderful graphic. What gra- what graphics have you seen on bikes that was like your favorite? Okay, so there's this there's this movie. It's probably my favorite biker movie. You might have heard of it. It's called Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm, and there's this no, really sick... <laughs> I'm like the like Pee-wee Herman of fucking podcasting. Did. Of course I've heard. Yes. Oh, wait. Did you just say the white and red with like... Does it have like a lion head on the front maybe? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It's got sick handlebars. Mm-hmm. Damn, this thing sounds custom. I have to Those check it out. Those are my favorite graphics. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love that bike. This is the best fucking answer I could have asked for. Um, that's awesome. I was just thinking tonight, this is no, not lying. I was like, I should introduce like Beulah and then say, I'm the Pee Wee Herman of podcasts here. Like, and then you, you came full circle with that. Not even knowing. That's great. Um, I'm staring, I'm staring at a poster of Pee Wee Herman. Uh, holding the snakes as he's leaving, like when the the animal catches on fire. Yeah, when he's rescuing the snakes. I found this print. I found this print in a weird store in Chinatown. It's like a three foot by two foot print. (laughs) And it's just like, I'm going to send you a picture after the show. I'm staring at Pee Wee Herman right now. (laughs) That is awesome. That is, that's a weird scene too. Like what a weird scene from the movie to capture. Uh, Yeah. It's, It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Next question. Next Let's question is what's what's your favorite or what do you think is the best motorcycle meme out there? And I know you've seen you've had to have seen them just scrolling through Instagram. They Am pop I, up all the time. No, my favorite one. It's it's some sort of equation like how many motorcycles, and it's always plus one. Yeah. N plus one. There you go. That that's my favorite one. <laughs> that's it. Um, what the number your, of motorcycles plus one? Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I'm going to get you that shirt if I can find it. Um, what's That's the your, perfect amount of motorcycles. Sorry. <laughs> we just had this conversation about how anything more than two is the worst. And now you're going to go, now you're going to do a full 180 and say <laughs> M plus no, one. No, you said it's my favorite meme. Like that's like a pretend thing. Like, Got ah, you. It's not funny. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There you go. There you go. I see where you're going with that. I see that. Um, what's your favorite type of pie? Oh. What? You had a favorite sandwich, like right, right there. Now you can't think of it. You're cracking up because I asked you your favorite type of pie. Come on. I am just gonna say something right now. Um, are you and gonna, it's gonna are be you, recorded? No, it's gonna be recorded in history forever. 
Are you uh, going to lose friends over it? Because I can bleep it out. <laughs> no. Fuck. I don't know how to. I don't know how to approach this. I'm just going to say, <laughs> and I'm going to move on. But that's not my favorite kind of pie. Um, <laughs> it's just. Uh, <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> no, it's it's really it's really funny. I just I was talking to. Um, my new buddy, <laughs> and we were talking about going to Julian. I'm like, eh, who cares about Julian? I don't like apple pie. But like, but he was like, yeah, but Julian, it's like a beautiful ride up there. I'm like, yeah, but apple pies, like who cares? Yeah. And then it got into this whole conversation with, do you even like pie? And it's like, no, I like pie. I just don't like apple pie all the time. Uh, what's my favorite pie? Probably, I will say. Apple pie. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I like I like lemon meringue. Ooh. I like cheesecake. Ugh. Is that oh, a pie? I like, yeah, it's I love cake. cheesecake, but it's a cake, yeah. But it's shaped like a pie. Mm, all cake it's is shaped really like a cheesy. pie if you think about it. I mean, they're round. Well, I guess. And flat. I. You know what? Here's the deal. I don't have an answer for that yet, mm. but I'm not opposed to pie. Just some apple pies. I'm gonna take that sound clip. I am not opposed to pie. I just, I just need to get uh, your honor after that, and that's gonna make a wonderful sound clip. Um, what, and maybe when we have Beulah the Crafter back on, you'll, you'll have discovered this inner pie princess, and just like have all these answers, <laughs> like you did for sandwiches. We'll never know. Um, what is your favorite type of ocean animal, or your favorite ocean, ocean animal? animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like otters. Yes. Every time my, my dad would take me to Santa Cruz for Christmas sometimes to spend, um, to spend time with some friends up there. And then we'd drive down the coast on the way home. And I'd always, I would sit in the back of the Jeep Cherokee and I'd read my Shel Silverstein books and I'd look out the window looking um, for otters. Cause I'm like, they're supposed to be here somewhere. My dad said there's otters, yeah. but I'm pretty sure I just only saw seaweeds. Pretty much. They look like seaweed. They're very camouflaged. You Be- described my perfect uh, Saturday afternoon too, being driven by my personal <laughs> chauffeur down the coast while I read Shell Silverstein looking for otters. That is awesome. Um, yeah, no, I, I've seen them. If you, uh, I was up in, in uh, just south of Santa Cruz. They float out there mm-hmm. in the seaweed and they wrap it around them so that the tide doesn't carry them out into the ocean at night. So you mm-hmm. probably were just seeing clumps of seaweed, but there was, trust me, those little lumps in there are otters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you were seeing them. Your dad wasn't lying. Just he's like, there's no such thing as sea otters, and he's like, no, there's otters out there. Trust me. <laughs> you all look it up, and it's like a river I, animal. You're like, shit. I don't know if yeah, I don't know if I've ever actually seen one in the wild, but I would like to. Yeah, no, they're Those bitching. They're, <laughs> they're very cute. They're very cute. Um, who's your f- favorite actress? Or who? No, no, I'm not, uh, that's the wrong question. My question is, who's the best actress? Because sometimes your favorite may not be the best. Who do you, in your opinion, who is the best right. actress right now or in the past? Right now, I have no idea. Yeah. Do, we, do we even make movies anymore? I was just going to ask. Since twenty twenty, I don't think they've. Are we? Are we? Are there movies? Do movies exist? Everything's on Netflix or whatever. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. Actresses, shit. Um. I know there are some actresses that are like, oh, I forgot how good they are. Um, right now, I'm just thinking of the ones I think are most beautiful. Who's that? And that's that? not the same. Yeah. Well, who is that? Well, I love An- well, I love Angelica Houston. Mm-hmm. I love, um, oh, I don't know. Who's yeah. the best actress? 
I don't know. Go. I don't have a good answer for that. There you go. And that's your answer. Um, we'll get back to the best policy. We'll get, yeah, we'll get back to that in the pie (laughs) episode. You know, Angelica Houston though, um, she very, very beautiful. Um, I used to have a huge crush on Virginia Madsen too. Uh, I always thought she was, um, really beautiful, like same sort of era. Like those two ladies can Mm -hmm. act their way out of a paper bag and they're very beautiful. So there you go. That's, that's who the best one is. Um, (laughs) who's your, (laughs) who's your favorite relative? Who's my favorite relative? Yeah. Like blood relation or Don't, like... You tell me. Yeah, I better... I'm going down the... Yeah, I better be quiet. Um, favorite relative? Shit. <laughs> this is where the questions take a dark turn. <laughs> no, it's it's not dark. I'm just trying... I like... I have a small family. Yeah, I know. When um, I mail this to your relatives, I, it will be a dark turn. Trust me. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a small family, and I don't like most of them, and that's not true at all. Uh, <laughs> I love everyone. Uh, favorite family member? Shit. Eh, next question. Yeah, fuck them all. Um, what name would they're, you have They're cho- all good to me. I can't. There you go. I can't pick. Yeah, dang. Uh, on the next episode called Pies, Relatives, and the Best Actors. We talked to Beulah, who was on the show before. Um, what name would you have chosen for yourself if your mom hadn't named you Beulah May? Well, she didn't name me Beulah know. May, and I did roll, choose it for myself. Roll with it. But there's got to be <laughs> one that didn't come to you yeah. via nickname. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Beulah. All right. There's no other name. Really? Okay. Hey, and go listen Next to the question. That was it. No, actually, there's there's one more. <laughs> How many pairs of coveralls do you own? And I'm gonna say none. Uh cover coveralls, like, yeah. like the strap over the shoulder or like just a onesie. Dang, girl, you tell me. I didn't know there was t- more than <laughs> one time kind. <laughs> well, coverall, I mean, I would consider well, I bought one of the Stellar Moto jumpsuits. I would that's a coverall, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a one piece. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you said one piece, one. I don't know why I pictured <laughs> Leotard instead of coverall, but okay, got it. That's what you meant by well, one what's piece. The difference between but here's the thing. So what I believe what I own, the Stellar jumpsuit, that's a coverall. It covers me all up. Yeah. And overall goes over my shoulder, right? Yep. So yeah. I have one coverall. Yeah. And that's your favorite. Boom. <laughs> Stellar Motor brand. <laughs> And I have no more questions, but man, so listen, if you want, if you do do want to find out, um, the, the, you know, Beulah's, Beulah's nickname, you got to go listen to that episode with your mom. Your mom sounded so cute on that episode. That was so rad listening to her tell the story of how you got your nickname. Um, and yeah, so I guess you have basically had it since childhood and it wasn't the one Mm -hmm. that. It was given to you, so I guess that counts. Yeah. But uh, technicality, you got away with having the coolest name uh, on earth, and uh, and kind of having it be it your official name. Yeah. All right. Well, Beulah, listen, fits. listen. I've had a blast. Well, no, I want to. Nope. No, no, don't. You and can't, you can't um, tomorrow's show. Oh, okay, okay. All right, we'll bring it back. Uh, so on Tobor, that episode wait, hang that on. I recorded Tobor, with, turn the lights back on, please. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right, thank you. They were they were starting to shut it down in here. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, you got to kick him out. Just hold the door for just okay. two more seconds. So on that show with my mom, um, I, I think I just was getting tired when I was editing, 
I left one in there. Yeah, I heard it. So there, yeah. my my true my true identity has been revealed. And actually, I talked to Connie. I think we're going to do a giveaway to force people to listen to that episode. Again. Oh, dang. <laughs> if you can tell me my real name, we're, we're, you're going to win some shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm really glad you brought that up actually. Thank you. Yeah. No, <laughs> I I, I heard it. it and I was like, "Oh shit, is is like a drone going to come drop a bomb on me now?" And like, yeah, I was I was afraid for a second. <laughs> My true identity is revealed. Yeah. You know, hey. And and I'm not I'm not kidding about you've done some stuff and I want to have you back on the show <laughs> because I I know just from when I first met you guys, of course, you scroll through everyone's Instagram feed, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. your past. You are an interesting cat, and you've done some really fun <laughs> stuff, all right? Let's just leave it there. Because I'm so old. I've got some years behind me. It's Listen, experience. You're, get some. You're about, yeah, get some. <laughs> Go out and age. That's my <laughs> – hey, you should make that a shirt. Get out there and age. Um, no, you've done <sighs> you've done some amazing stuff over the course of your life and some of it isn't even motorcycle related but it all is makes up the woman that we we know and love as Beulah May so uh, I do want to have you back and, and talk about some of this creative stuff and find out what you do um, obviously you're writing uh, a memoir right now and they'll probably <laughs> sell your life rights to some films pretty soon here uh, once they start making films again but um, I do want to talk to you about some of the other stuff that you do that is, in fact, like way creative. But hey, thank you for just sitting, uh, wasting a perfectly good hour and some, and uh, just blabbing on on a weeknight um, with some good crazy guy in his uh, garage here. I'm gonna text you a picture of my mixer real quick too, so you can you can see our setup, yes. so that you guys can Take make your notes. show. Yeah, listen, you guys awesome. already have the best show. In Southern California, I'm clapping for you right now. And uh, once once I get, tell you this audio is set up, you guys are gonna blow it out of the water. So um. <laughs> once once we start getting back on our regularly scheduled programming, it'll be awesome. But in the meantime, we're doing our best. I still fucking love motorcycles, and all I want to do <laughs> is talk about road nice. <laughs> about riding motorcycles. <laughs> right. So uh, thanks you, for having thanks hey, for having no 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 listen stop interrupting me. You're a terrible host. I am. I thank you. Thank what? you. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for having Connie on the show. Thanks for talking about our fucking podcast. Thanks for being our friend. This is fucking awesome, and I really, really do appreciate it. Thank honestly. you, Bela. No, right back at you. <laughs> and oh shit, I have, I forgot to press record way back when we were talking about that thing that I. <laughs> Jk. Hey, thank you so much, and um, I will uh, hit me up when you get some free time. If you get some free time Dude. in the next few months, and we'll we'll, we'll do Beulah. Hey, I want to find is- out this pie question. I it's it's gonna kill me. I have OCD, <laughs> and this is this blank question here is gonna kill me. So please come back on. All right, on. man. All right. Sounds <laughs> good. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Hot damn, Tobor! Look at the time, man. Well, a perfectly good hour and a half weaseled away uh, talking to a really really cool chick um, on the show and I'm I'm really glad she came on <laughs> don't even say it you're pointing at me I can see the wrap up fingers so Tobor um, you did I told her you were going over there with the blowtorch just so everyone knows you did not in fact go over there with the blowtorch huh. right that would be crazy but Thank you, Beulah, for coming on uh, this week's show, and we will catch you next time. Uh, actually, before we wrap it up, let's talk about some things coming up here. Uh, the Motorcycle Podcast Challenge, we'll keep you posted on that. Um, also, Spooky, not Spooky Spokes, Solstice Slam, Spooky Spokes, in the middle of uh, middle of 
the spring? No. Um, Solstice Slam. We uh, please get your submissions ready right now. Just start sending them into slam at creativewriting.com. We are in the midst of doing our prize pack. Uh, I don't know requisitions. Tobor is that what you'd call them? Um, we're going around getting some prizes right now. We'll try to announce it on the next week's show. If uh, what we're going to be uh, offering, and our plan is to have a gift for everybody. I think we. I don't even. Do we mention this on last week's show? We are going to try, or the last show, I should say, not last week's. We are going to try and have uh, different categories. And it's not going to be huge. Uh, we are a patron-supported show. So we're going to use some of the funds that we've been hoarding up over the last year uh, that we haven't had to use to pay for um, uh, audio hosting and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to put it toward our patron or toward our uh, Solstice Slam uh, prize packs and if you are a patron you are entered into solstice slam without having to submit a story or a piece of art or a piece of music or a prose or anything else but if you do uh you'll get obviously two chances you'll get your chance as a patron and uh, a chance as a what's it called a, an entrant that's the word i'm looking for this is for our five dollar patrons and more so if you're our one dollar patron or $2 patron, um, no go. Mr. Ray, I realize that you're still, uh, you're a $5 patron now. Don't worry about it, buddy. And I hope your package made it to you. Uh, are you new UK, uh, patron Jay? Yours is on the way. I had to go buy extra postage because I didn't realize that I went over the weight limit by like 0.2 ounces. So, uh, yours is coming. Uh, I, the stamp I got apparently wasn't enough and I got the letter back saying, Hey, we weighed this. We're not going to let you get away with, uh, you know, one twelfth of a pound or whatever, however much it turned out to be. So, uh, anyways, uh, so yours is coming on the way. I had to remail it and everybody have a good, safe weekend. Just start getting your, um, entrances in for Salsa Slam, mail them at slam at creative writing, uh, creative dash writing.com. And uh, I will give you the date as soon as I know it. It's obviously going to be after the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge. It'll be right smack dab in the middle of the summer. Hopefully, we've all got a chance to get out and ride or have some ride stories, uh, you know, from this last year or this, this season now. Whatever it was, maybe it's a story about how you didn't get out and ride, but you got your, you kept yourself engaged by totally overhauling or rebuilding your motorcycle who knows um yeah you tell me it's it's a listener submission show so if there's nothing submitted guess what's going to be two hours of silence all right with that tobor you can finally roll up the bay doors and shut down the windows thank you so much to uh for Bula for coming on and thank you to you for sticking around this long in the show you truly deserve this you this is my review i don't know your name personally um and the fact that you're listening to this means that i have already made this and it's going out to you but this is my review to you um i, I wish i had your email and i wish i had you following our um Instagram page so that we could uh, give you some recognition and say hi on there and connect. But uh, I would give you a five-star review. So if you feel like it, go to iTunes, do this to me there and give us a five-star review um, or no review. Just give us a, it's either, it's either five or nothing, baby. So there's probably a lot, not enough, a lot of nothings out there, but just give us a five if you're uh, not one of the nothings. Um, and always feel free to, feel free to email, you know, I'm going to start writing music, Tobar. I just, I've lost it. My voice, my words, I've, everything's gone. You want to, you want to do the outro? No, okay. I'll keep, I'll keep rolling with it here then. Um, 
feel free to email creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com with anything. You got some questions, you got some concerns, you, uh, you got a better topic than we do, uh, go for it. Send them all in. And uh, remember, uh, we don't have a phone number anymore, so don't call us, uh, even though I say to on our Instagram page. I'm going to erase that, I guess. I should do that. And uh, check out Classic Track Day coming up pretty soon here. If you got a vintage bike, there's still time to register. And if you don't got a um, vintage bike, but you just want to ride around the track real slow, come on out. Willow Springs next uh, April 10th. And then the two following weekends after that, check out some vintage armor racing. All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. 